0: Welcome everyone to Live from the Dutch Hall. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Tri-Tide Tonight. Is in, it, is, it is entitled, Quit Your Job Too. Yeah, yeah. It's featuring the Live from the Dutch Hall supergroup, starring Dave Charters and Mike Bowe, The Nocturnal Emissions. Featuring our bartender, Paul Van Dyke, and his assistant for this evening, Jamie Barham. And I'm the host of the show, Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Life is the Tall, everyone. Dude, you are not even giving me a round of applause ever, not even at the end? No. <laughs> <laughs> Got a new guy on the soundboard today, Paul Van Dyke's uh, trying out his... Uh, his new craft over there Paul how do you how do you how are you liking it so far I don't
1: know it's a little sticky it's tough, it's tough.
0: <laughs> well that was the most underwhelming opening we've had I think ever but it doesn't matter this we're gonna do we're doing the the big sequel the highly uh, long-awaited sequel to uh, our, the most popular live from the Dutch Hall show we've ever had quit your job
2: that one was a real firecracker
0: yeah it went up the charts like nothing else it was really it really struck a nerve with our viewing public so like every sort of entertainment industry I am going to milk that cow until it's dead, right? Because <laughs> uh, I uh, had a, limit, a certain amount of success with the first one. And what I realized we didn't do, Dave, do you remember that episode?
2: I do. It was you and I and um, your scientific correspondent on that one, right? Yeah, that Tom Bowen. Was
0: Tom Bowen. And uh, did we ever really get around to teaching people how to quit their job?
2: I don't think so. There's a lot of talk about quitting your job or getting fired from your job. A lot of just shooting from the hip about personal experiences and stuff but i don't think it was it wasn't much of a tutorial well this one is,
0: this one's going to be uh, way different then because we're actually going to teach you li- word for line by line w- hold your hands through the entire process and teach you how you can get rid of your miserable existence <laughs>
2: and start doing something that you like oh that sounds great oh, wow. it's gonna be very educational for people oh
0: it's gonna be great why don't you play the theme song let's do it let's do All it right. cheers everybody All right. All right. There we go. Hot crowd. Hot crowd. That's, yeah, that's, loud. that's a loud applause this this week. Eh? We've got really a, a hot crowd. In Everyone's here. out. Yeah. They're
2: excited about the, the topic.
0: Maybe they just like the uh, a, a new finger on them, you know. Maybe the crowd just likes to be tickled by a different finger there back at the, back of the bar, so they're a little louder than normal. I don't know.
2: <laughs> double duty today,
0: for yeah. Paul. Yeah, double duty, bartender nope, and uh, soundboard man. So we're really excited about Paul's Paul's increased responsibilities at Live from Dutch Hall, and he stepped up today, bringing a full bar in. There was all kinds of treats, and he came up with this concoction. David, do you have him, I, or, Is that against your Lenten promise? To yeah, take?
2: sorry. No shooters, eh? No shots, shots during no Lent for there me. There's a cherry, cherry in it. What? There is a cherry in it. Yeah. The cherry's not raw, though. Uh, it
0: has
3: to yeah. be raw, a raw well,
0: cherry. Well, it's like
2: fermented. In- Can you eat yeah. fermented yeah. raw I know. Today? It's got to be just as God intended it kimchi. <laughs> fresh. <laughs> fresh, well, fresh it, and raw.
0: God intended people to eat in the winter time as well. So fresh,
2: fresh and raw, like good pornography. Oh, <laughs> <raw>. So, <laughs> so Paul, what's in today's concoction?
1: Oh, we got. Uh, we're gonna call it the cherry popper. Uh, Oh, and
0: in what? in, uh, in uh, honor of the very first ever live from the Dutch Hall episode, cherry popper starring Dave Charters.
1: Yeah, for sure. So oh <laughs> man, yeah, I, I wish I, you, you
0: got to make pie. one of these after Lent for me.
1: Yeah, for <laughs> sure. It's uh, some cherry whiskey, some cherry moonshine with a maraschino cherry soaked in moonshine.
3: Heavy, che- heavy, on the top. cherry. You got one too. A, a good sailor ahead. always sails in red sea. Come yeah. by. Wow.
0: I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna uh, do a quote before our our, uh, our uh, toast today. A quote, and I read this quote, and I think it fits with life on the Dutch Hall's message for this evening. It was by a guy by the name of Nigel Marsh, and he says there are thousands and thousands of people out there living quiet, scream- living lives of quiet, screaming desperation who work long hours at jobs they hate to enable them to buy things they don't need to impress people they don't like.
3: Ooh.
0: And Let's have a drink to that. that. Cheers, uh, everybody. Cheers, bartenders. It goes good, good
3: actually. That and then one cher- Is that, that freshy?
0: The just cherry tastes good when you bite it. I didn't even have you it, and then the moonshine kicks in right there, and yeah. then your face starts to twist yeah, up a bit.
1: That's oh. it, right there. The ending. Oh, yeah, I just <laughs> got it. <laughs> 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 it's good all call.
0: good till then. <laughs> it's like if you took a, a lump of um turd, like a, a feces, human feces. And you take those human feces and you wrap them in some sort of delicious uh, treat, you know, like a sugary <laughs> treat. Yeah. And then at the very, you know, you bite onto it and you, at the first your tongue tastes is the candy coating. And then eventually at the end,
3: you are tasting the turd. It's the just a shit sandwich. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what that one was. The reverse. It scenario. wasn't as bad as I thought though. I actually. think
3: the moonshine just got sucked into the cherry. Oh, yeah. Is this going to be a
0: thing? Is there just the one drink for tonight? Oh, or, there'll
1: be a few back here. We got I got my assistant here, my best friend oh, buddy. He'll be concocting drinks all <laughs> That's night.
0: That's why you oh. brought the assistant. Well, oh. this is a we've had a couple of Live from the Dutch Hall episodes. The last couple we've done, we've done during the uh, uh, daytime. Like we've had to create the illusion of evening, right? But now we've kinda of got back to the old school Thursday night uh, drinking nights at the Dutch Hall, which yeah. is the origin of the show. So
2: it's okay. the way it was intended.
0: It's the way God intended it. God intended it to be a bunch of people. Well, actually, God intended us to smoke cigarettes too. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I don't like that. Yeah, but anyways, we still can. We can still. We can. I'm glad to get back to the roots of the show, which is getting drunk, and talking, <laughs> talking nonsense. Paul, what's that
2: thing on your thumb?
1: Oh, I uh, had a little mishap, Dave.
2: You 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 haven't
0: been listening to the show, Dave? I have,
2: but I didn't actually see it yet. Did you drip any of that into the shot? It looks like the same color as the shot. Oh,
1: yeah, there might be a little in
0: there. Hold that up so I can
2: see the...
1: It's tough to work on. It's getting
2: better. Where's the ugly side of it? There is no ugly side. Is it on the top? Yeah, Yeah, it's right here. He's not an animal. He's not a freak.
1: Just meant to to,
2: uh, (laughs)
0: entertain you, Dave. He's a grown man, a proud man
1: grumpy without
0: food. <laughs> Very insistent on seeing his wound. Is it yeah. some sort of fetish of yours?
2: Uh, I am just interested. Just interested in, yeah. uh, in medically interested. Did well, you see Mike's? Mike's injury? I saw that on Facebook. it no, looks a bit like gross. a vagina. Yeah. You want to <laughs> have a look at it? You
3: <laughs> can It's wrapped right up. Yeah.
0: So he cut his leg open, his uh, his his thigh with a skate. I don't think we just established that in last week's show. Yeah. And then when it heals, you know, you expect you get the stitches
3: out, it's going to be healed, right? Yeah, you think it's sewn up and it's nice and tight. But it's not. Not so much. No? Maybe no. we
2: can put a nice picture of that, splice a nice picture of that into the show. It's got a flap on it. the viewing audience. It looks
3: like a roast beef sandwich, someone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said to my beautiful nurse, I said, ooh, that looks a bit odd, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she had no comment Oh no And uh, yeah. she said no, Don't worry We'll put some Steri-Strips on you be just fine
0: Yeah <laughs> But she did say It was the only wound She ever saw With a clitoris <laughs> 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 <That she's at. laughs> She showed me The
3: G-spot While I
0: was there. Oh yeah, yeah. Right
2: Two down. inches up And <laughs> feel for the corduroy
3: Yeah <laughs> we're, We've all learned
2: Yeah
0: <laughs> See this is an educational show Not only are we going to teach you How to quit your job But we're also going to teach you A lot of things About how to like Finger a nice wound <laughs> <laughs>
3: to help. <health. laughs> right. Nothing so little with spore Sporn Camp X. <laughs> absolutely no one's gonna take it
0: seriously. Also with the in addition to the to being in the sequel, like the you know, we were, we were hoping this was gonna be a great sequel, like not like uh more like Godfather two, you know. I was thinking that's what I'm trying to go for this episode. Nice. Not yeah. so much uh, not
2: like Fast and the Furious two. No, or
0: Ghostbusters two, or like something <laughs> like that, you know, it's not not, not just the one cash ins thing. You know, I was really getting hard on the people that were doing uh Frozen, you know, the movie Frozen. It was a really popular hit, Dave. You yeah, I'm. Yeah, ever- I had
2: to listened to that song "Let It Go" for like two months straight.
0: Right, and then I heard that Disney was going to do a remake of it, and I'm like, well, that's why can't they just accept the movie did well? It was a good movie. It was and leave it, leave it alone. Don't touch. Don't have to like keep piling on until it becomes, you know, like. Just a worn-out franchise that you've just beat up and left like a old, you know, like a. I was thinking go along with Spring Break. It's like oh. the girls on Spring Break. This is also sp- they, at the <laughs> beginning of the week. The girls on Spring Break. That's probably the time if you were going down as a young man. To that's spring, right. Spring Break. You're going down to Florida, the... and you get these girls that are going wild. Right you now? want to
2: get there on Friday night or early Saturday.
0: Yeah. yeah, and the girls that you want to get are probably those girls. Before they've ruined their lives, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, because I don't before, imagine oh, before oh, they got a giant like go stack
2: of now. beads and they've been on Girls Gone Wild already. They got T-shirts and everything. Yeah, I just got go a little down. bit on before that. that yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay.
0: You're very insistent on the point. It came across very loudly. <laughs> yeah, Dave,
3: yeah. Girls Gone
0: Wild. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but you the Girls Gone Wild by the end of the week on the drive home is what I'm I'm uh, thinking is a pretty sad sight. I don't imagine many of those girls who you see like shaking their butts on stage. Getting a bunch of uh, cell phones shoved up their bikini, you know, like so that they can, for <laughs> for YouTube. I don't think they're coming home without a few tears in the car ride home, you know? <laughs> yeah. I just don't. Probably a-,
3: probably a couple arguments and fights along the way out. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't imagine that. It's it, it, it as, and I, I don't imagine on, like, say, the l- last night, you know, where they're all kind of, like, wore out and, you <laughs>
2: yeah. know, like, like, they've through, like,
3: they've been through war. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like,
0: they've been, like, six war, days out, of, like, Drinking yeah, and being like date raped it. Oh and
2: yeah, stuff, you, know? you, you can't tell if it's mascara or just right. like no sleep.
0: Yeah, yeah, or like just felt grime, old uh, semen. You know, <laughs> like and that's that's not uh, what you're really going to be wanting to go for. So you got to go early. Is my advice to young men if if you, if you have, if there's still time to get there and you're I listening so. to the show, mm-hmm. you go. You want to go early. You know, you don't want to go late. And if it might be too late for you, wait till next year. Yeah, next year.
2: Go next early. year is the year to do it.
0: Where was I going with that? I don't know. <laughs> I forget the beginning part of it. it's more okay.
2: instruction for the for the youth <laughs> out there listening.
0: People. We were talking, like, there is March break. March break is right now, too. And March right, break tends right. to be more of a family vacation. This is what, where the kids are off school for a week up in uh, the cold climate of Canada. You yeah. know, we get one week off in the wintertime for the teachers can travel. I think that's what it is, eh? Basically, yeah. 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 Right now, there's no teachers at all in Canada. They've all left. <laughs> yeah, to, they're all sold. Yeah, yeah well,
2: all the all the uh, all the educational tourist attractions are just jam packed this week. We went to the ROM and it, you couldn't even move in the in the Royal Ontario Museum. If you go to the Science Center, it's just everyone. Every kid on March break is just jammed in there. No yeah. teachers anywhere.
1: All right, it's
0: chaos. Teachers are in Jamaica right now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tying
3: one on high yeah. as kites. Yeah, exactly. I told
1: my kids it's a week to sit on the couch and watch TV. Do it. <laughs> it's not do going it, over so. It. It's not going over so good.
2: Yeah, and if you're lucky enough to go to university in Canada, you get uh, something called Reading Week. Oh, is that? Yeah. Do you don't it? get spring yeah. break. You get Reading Week. Oh, yeah. oh, really? That's how fun we are here. Yeah, we want, read. They want to know educational. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're having a week off to prepare. Take a week yeah, off to read.
0: We We're a very sophisticated culture here in Canada. We like to do. We like to read. And uh, we like to have a break, yeah. a nice break. <laughs> but we don't. But uh, spring break, the though it seems to have more of a connotation of uh, showing your your breasts and getting a venereal disease <laughs> and, and, and shaking your ass. Yeah, yeah. Those are the things. Maybe getting a ta your very first tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> that seems yeah. to be more associated with the American spring break. It seems to be that's more yeah. what I think of with American spring break. And the Canadian spring break is more about, uh, you know. Maybe uh, taking down your Christmas lights. You know? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Chipping all, yeah. chipping
2: all the ice, the stubborn ice off the driveway. That's yeah, right. So. Yeah, just
0: doing stuff like that. You know, like trying to unfreeze your well. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> at March break. But anyways, it's differences in culture. That's why I wanted just to just educate the Americans. We do things different, but we appreciate what you guys give, which is the shaking asses and and uh, uh, venereal disease. Venereal disease. That's Wonderful right. to visit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a great place to visit once nice, in a while. It is wonderful to visit. Yeah, I've never done. It. Have you guys ever gone to spring break?
1: Oh, when I yeah, when I was young, but no. You well, well, Of, of course, course, Paul did. Like eighteen, yeah. Where did you go? <laughs> we <went to laughs> Florida, uh, Daytona Beach.
0: Daytona. You're just gonna stay quiet about all of this. It seems like you're really scared in the subject.
1: Actually, I don't even know. I don't yeah. even know about it. It was only a three day trip. Like we got, we were gone three days. Back home in three days.
0: You went, you went there, you went. drove 20 hours to Florida, and then back?
1: Drove down, pretty much partied two nights, and then, no, partied one night, and then drove home. Was it worth it? Every minute. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I've
0: never heard anyone come back and say, like, it was terrible, but I can imagine. What well, Today we were watching, it was research, of course. We were watching some spring break videos, uh, just so I could talk about the subject. And the one thing I uh, noticed was um, the music uh, angers me. It makes me very mm-hmm. angry. Like the, the dance, boof, boof, boof. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of bass and high There's hi-hat. some whores up on stage. There's some whores <laughs> up on stage. There's some whores. There's some whores. Like yeah. that sort of repetitive And then stuff. remix that shit. Yeah, yeah, over and over again. <laughs> and then girls will get up there and like get real excited because they're being called a whore on the stage, mm. right?
2: Get their t-shirts all wet. Yeah. Maybe
0: down.
3: push each other into the pool.
0: Yeah. there was like a whole bunch of real hijinks. But I was getting angry at it because number one I'm watching a bunch of girls who my daughters are approaching their age right Uh, making terrible decisions (laughs) terrible decisions right yeah Uh, and even though uh, I can appreciate it from the male perspective that I like that they're making mistakes you know it still bothers me as a parent right but then also the music just made me hate it so what I did was I put mute on the uh, on the on the YouTube video and I played my own music that I like right rock music problem solved yeah and it turned out it was a great time I liked the whole event I, I couldn't. I couldn't even wait to go. Like I was like, well, this would be great if they would just play better music. You know, I would love it.
1: It's getting a plane ticket. You're gone. Yeah,
0: but if you can guarantee me you're not going to play all that, uh, you know, dance hall douchebaggery, I'll be there in a second, right? But.
2: Yeah. Anyhow, the, um, the dudes there are funny, uh, the funniest thing if you ask me yeah. to watch those videos. A, what, the dudes that odd. are hitting on the girls? Then? Oh, yeah. yeah. All dudes just. El creepo. Yeah. yeah. Just trying to pull their bikini bottoms down or whatever they can get, it, get their hands on.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, you'll see, like, uh, girls will be doing something dirty, but the, the guys will be just, they'll, like, rub her stomach. They won't, they won't touch her, pro- her bikini area because they're gentlemen. Oh, yeah. They'll just, like, feel up <laughs> her stomach and thighs, you know? Because yeah. they're being gentlemen, you know? Yeah. Like, it's creepy.
3: It's one would want to get too crazy. Yeah, yeah. we want to be we want
0: to be nice to them. We're just you know, we won't we won't we're just gonna pet pet their uh, yeah. their area, but we won't actually poke. We'll
3: we're gonna take them to Perkins in the morning. You know, have a nice <laughs> nice evening and morning. Oh, oh yeah.
0: dance Perkins, yeah. that's a gentleman's move. Yeah. Right. You get a you get a grand slam in the morning for a, oh, yeah. for a girl wearing yesterday's clothes. Yeah. Yeah. that's a gentleman's move. Yeah.
3: Slow dance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice slow dance that
0: night. Yeah. beautiful it's, evening. It is a beautiful evening. And I think, uh anyways, so I want to give a shout out to all the people who are enjoying their spring break slash March break out there. And and uh a lot of people who are out there uh, might want to be not going back to work when they get back, you know, because you get the week away from it. You oh, end yeah. up realizing, hey, I feel pretty good this week. Why? Well, it's because I've forgotten about my job for two or three days yeah. and I feel great. Well, that's what we will tell you when we get our special guests in here, too. We've got a big surprise guests. tonight. Oh. I didn't even get to uh, say that. You you were in charge of booking the guests tonight, David. Yeah, that's right. So I'm excited gonna about this. It's going to be great. So it's going to be helping me with the, uh, the topic of the show?
2: I think uh, so. As well? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, great. I mean, I, I, I'm so excited. I like surprises. I never get them in my life. I always figure things out. I always know what my presents are before I open them. You know, like, I never get many surprises. I'm really excited about this one. I don't right? want to disappoint. It's going to be Sounds good like tonight. a real treat. Well, that's good, but what we should do before we get to that is we should really get into Feedback, We Got Feedback this week, because we got some great feedback from (laughs) listeners. It's been really gangbusters out there, so let's let's do that. Well, let's do
2: it.
3: We We got got feedback. Feedback.
0: Oh, welcome to Feedback, We Got Feedback, everybody. Tonight's Feedback, We Got Feedback is brought to you uh, by our friends at Try Tie Tonight, uh, try Thai tonight. I gotta say, if you haven't, if you if uh, you don't like Thai food, my opinion is that you've probably had it at a uh, shopping mall food court. Oh, okay. <laughs> or uh, maybe you've had it uh, cooked by, you know, nothing against the Mexicans, but probably cooked in a Mexican kitchen, you know, yeah. because that's where uh, who most of the cooks are, and they're not cooking what they what they uh, are growing up with and with brewing in their grandma's pot. But if you go to Try Thai tonight, you're gonna to get authentic Thai food that's cooked the way it's meant to be cooked, and tastes the way it's meant to taste. And uh, if you don't like that, then I don't understand you as a person. I mean, you you probably shouldn't even listen to this show. I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> no, it's, simple. A of, it's Simple. A lot of simple. flavors, eh? That's, <laughs>
3: that's it. Right just makes sense. Yeah.
0: I think I, I'm about just you you're know drawing a line in the sand. Now, eh? And I'm just <laughs> telling you right now, Try Thai tonight. Chef Jean will come to your house, and uh, she's gonna cook you a great meal. You can get all your friends together. It's a great excuse for a dinner party. It's uh, and it's cheaper than going to a restaurant. You get to learn how to cook fu- food, and they even leave a few ingredients behind when they leave. So it's a great, oh, nice. uh, absolutely great thing. If you would like to have Chef Gene come to your home, go to www.trytai tonight, and uh, you won't regret it. You won't regret it at all. Also, with uh, feedback, we got feedback is brought to you by our friends at VG Meats. If you go to the live, from the D- Dutch Hall website, uh, live from the Dutch Hall website, Live from the Dutch Hall You will see a VG Meats coupon there. If you print that out and bring it into either of the VG Meats locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek, uh, you will get the great deal. And a little bit of that money will come back to help our show. So thank you for everyone who's done that. I had made, I guess, cashed two checks the other day. No way. Oh, yeah. Two checks by VG Meats, yeah. Two of them. Two checks. Two of them. Yeah, two $8 checks. And they were uh, for four months. So I averaged about 4 bucks a month. A little over, actually. Wow. Yeah. It's really changing for me. It's really changing. That is good. Did yeah. they uh, slide
3: maybe some pepperettes and jerky in there as well?
0: No, I've left a few uh, uh, texts to my uh, uh, the good uh, one of our good listeners, Kyle Van Groningen. and, uh, and super he, fan. He really. seems very willing to, to supply pepper pepperettes, oh, but okay. I've not seen them yet. I no. have not seen the pepperettes well, yet.
3: Well, the Dutch all we get hungry around here. Ask Dave Cherry. I'm I'm
2: incredibly hungry right <laughs> <I'm> now. I <laughs> just
0: telling you, especially now with our with our with our YouTube presence, you know what would it be if we just had four pepperettes in our hand, shot nice, away. The Nice with, a, with a nice
2: VG like uh, symbol on the table or something well, just nice. it on pepper treat.
0: product placement uh, yeah, Kyle that's what I'm absolutely. saying product placement you should really think about it Little <laughs> <coughs> free food it goes a long way it goes a long way and uh, it's like I know it's a little bit more than 8 bucks but I think it's well worth it it'd be, like, it'd be well worth it throw another 2 bucks of pepperettes at me <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: we're me. off anyways feedback we got feedback and now the other person the other uh, Amazon We'll talk about Amazon. Go to my uh, website to click on the Amazon banner, and anything you buy comes back to help the show. And uh, there has been a lot of people using it, so thank you very much to all my uh, listeners who, and uh, viewers on YouTube who um
2: <laughs> they really helped me out again this week. Amazon, what they did? did. did... My son's birthday is on Saturday, yeah. and it was like uh, Tuesday, two day uh, two days ago. I was I didn't have a present for him yet. I knew what I wanted to get him, so I was frantically looking on the internet. And uh, the website that sells the thing I want to get him, which is a, it's a tablet for drawing for the mm-hmm. computer. They were sold out. But I knew if I went on Amazon, I'd probably find it. So I checked Amazon and I found it on Amazon. But the shipping was going to be after his birthday. So you yeah, know you what I did? must have
0: felt like a shaved tail
2: Louis did. I sure <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. Did I ever? Yeah. <laughs> I signed up for Amazon Prime, which is a fantastic service. Guaranteed two-day delivery. Showed up today at our house.
0: So Amazon Prime In is a, time t- for a TV service or is it? Or- Amazon
2: Prime uh, gets you free two-day shipping on anything, but it's like a subscription for a year or something like that. So you can try it out for a month for free. Okay. <clears throat> Do you get the TV programming too with Which that? Which I did. Or- I'm not sure. I didn't really read about it. I just saw two-day shipping and I needed it. So I said, sign me up.
0: All right. Amazon Prime. Sign me up, baby. Well, thank you, Dave. Well, let's get the feedback. We got feedback. First of all, We'd like to thank we always like to thank our listener of the week. We always like to name listener of the week. We got away from it. And now since we are since we've moved to YouTube, we are now um, we're gonna call it our fan of the week, the Dutch or the Dutch Hall supporter of the week. How about we call it that? Dutch Hall Supporter of the Week. I like that And you wanna good. give us a drum roll there, Paul Chap? We'll see. We got football this week's uh, supporter of the week is Daryl Smart. Daryl hey. Smart, let's hear Oh, it. good old Daryl. Waterford hey, boy Darryl. He is a Waterford boy, and he actually, uh, it, uh, this is a little bit of trivia for uh, everyone. He is uh, one of the few people, one, now the third uh, different person, who has uh, known Dave since baseball. Oh.
2: Eh? That's exactly right. He Daryl and I have on a your long b- history. We
3: could maybe get the uh, whole team back in I, here at one point in time, like a little...
2: <laughs> oh, uh, for a roast.
0: Oh, the reu- yeah, reunion. Reunion. Bring back the reunion of yeah, the old the baseball, of baseball team. Yeah, team. Yeah, he's a catcher. We he's a catcher that. and a goalie. Yes, he is, yes.
2: Rare breed. Yeah. So yeah, they're not. Great known, guy, they're Scott.
0: not. Uh, yeah, great guy. They're, the goalies and catchers both are not known for being your normal guy. They're generally the odd guy on the team, aren't? A little aren't eccentric, you? which makes eccentric. it very, very much makes sense why he listens to my program, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but not only does he listen to my program, this is why he's listener of the week. He's not only uh, uh, does he listen to my program, but he watches my program on YouTube, oh, and, that's and he is. was the very first person. To make a to leave a YouTube comment on uh, on on my YouTube video for the Iron Sheik, the Dutch Hall and the Iron Sheik. He's yeah, not Excellent. One. Number one. He didn't put first either, like a like a chump, like those like the people that just do that for no, that have nothing to say. Yeah. Good. Right. But Daryl Smart had something to say. What he had to say was uh, great job, and he said uh, he thinks that your brother uh, put you and him in camel clutches when they were g- growing up, is what he said.
2: Yeah, I know. I believe he did. I can remember my brother uh, sending a really? kid home crying from figure four leg lock once from the bus stop. Oh, so so
0: Rick Flair, he he, he did uh, he did both yeah, the moves from yeah. that camp. Eh? Did he do any of Jumpin' Jim Brunzel's moves?
2: I'm not sure. I don't even know what his moves are. <laughs> I bet you had something to do with jumpin'
3: top ropes. I would assume. <laughs> oh yeah, high flying for no reason. High yeah. yeah. flying moves. Maybe a frog splash could be. No
2: ropes at the bus stop, eh? What? No ropes to fly off of at the bus stop. That's probably why he's stuck to the ground moves. Oh, uh, yeah. Camel Clutch and the your brother. Yeah, floor, yeah. Yeah.
0: More submission moves, eh? Yeah. Did uh, did he have a wrestling name, do you know?
2: My brother? Yeah. No. He just, uh, whoever he was, whoever's moves he was using, that's who he was. Oh, he
0: yeah. played the person. He didn't yeah. create his own persona? Pete. I was leaping Pete Van Dyke, yeah. yeah. I was
2: Paul the Punch.
0: Yeah, he was Paul the Punch. Because <laughs> I had to sell it to him because I was three years old or a little bit bigger, Paul right? So if I had to, if I had to, like, uh, if I'm going to get Paul and, like, um, I'm going to beat him up every day of his life because I enjoyed wrestling. So I was gonna beat him up every day, right? And then he's like, "This is terrible, getting beat up every day, right?"
1: Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> yeah. I have playing camel clutches, finger forward, So but- sometimes
0: you gotta take a fall, right? You gotta like let him win, right, so that he gets gonna get, build his confidence up, you know. So then he would uh, he's a puncher. So every once in a while, I take a punch, but then you'd uh, let it let, let you'd embellish it, yeah, you know, make it look like it hurt more than it did, so that you could. Um, so that you could build his confidence up. See, you got that punch out of nowhere. You know, no, even though right. I might be dominating the match, if you could just if you just get one of those socks in out of nowhere, you know, you just slice out one, two, three, and then you win. So you'd sell the story to him, the storyline to him, and eventually. He'd, he'd, all right, all right. He might, actually
1: one's gonna be lights out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I can remember that must we, have. Hey, you,
3: keep growing, you keep growing, you keep growing. You only yeah. the smaller brother once. Yeah, as,
0: as soon as he, uh, as soon as I realized that uh, it was gonna hurt a lot more, like I couldn't take the punches as easy. Then we stopped. we stopped fighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just friends. After that. we just fight when we build decks. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> One fist fight a year. That's all we do <laughs> anymore. Anyways, uh, feedback, we got feedback. Uh, So thanks to Daryl. And we also like to uh, welcome our new listeners. And this week we want to welcome some of our listeners from uh, Lone Star Welding in Cortland, Ontario. Let's give them a round of applause. Lone Star Welding in Cortland, Ontario. I heard a word on the street that Lone Star Welding crew listens to our program in their office at work and uh and uh, i want to thank him for that thanks for the support and uh, a little shout out to your business go there in Cortland if you need any welding there's Lone oh, Star welding help one of our listeners out so also we have new listeners from new york new york montreal oh. quebec and oslo norway oh. oslo norway. norway no sound effects for any of those paul norway. no because there isn't i don't have any oslo norwegian norway. sound yeah. effects yeah. no, no. <laughs> Did they yodel in norway I, I, I would say they probably yodel everywhere where it's cold and they have nothing else to do. Seems <laughs> like it. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with our show, because we have quite a catalog now of our of our different episodes, we got, um, so a lot of times uh, people are catching up. They're like uh, still in the old, there's still a few episodes behind. So we got some good feedback last week from one of our listeners from California who's uh, a few episodes behind. She just finished uh, Tinder Church and Hockey. She just finished. and she. Oh, and he's she, Van Dyke.
2: Well, yeah, the Great Eves Van oh, Dyke episode. Yeah, well, hopefully we can get Eves Love on. That's a great sense. one. He, he got me How's on a that, Tinder.
3: Thank you for that, that, Eves. How's uh, Eves Tinder page doing? Anybody hear how he uh, how he's making out? Well,
0: we did. We heard Eves had some initial success, uh, which was Define
2: was, success because I'm not sure what that means on Tinder.
0: Have well, you ever he seen had, the picture. Like that, <laughs> he had a girl that uh, asked uh, that saw his picture on uh, his profile, his picture, and really uh, liked what she saw. <laughs> she swiped whatever way you swipe to. Uh, be uh, what is it? DTF. Swipe. <laughs> swipe right. Right. I don't know if I can ask. <laughs> swipe
2: right to okay, <laughs> swipe. stay the night. Just the way. You swipe say, right say it, to say the pizza. night.
0: Is
3: that what it is? I don't know. That sounds good.
2: Swipe, swipe right. Right is right. 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 So they
0: slogan. would swipe that way, and then they get they get eaves. And then Eves will be like, oh, "Hello, I'm Eves." And then, uh, then I think romance in- ensues. Oh, so nice! I
3: it runs in his blood. Well, good for him.
0: So I it's knew. Probably easy for him, right? Right after the episode hit, we, he did get some Twitter uh, uh, or some Tinder, sorry, action. And then uh, I think it dried up. Is what I, um, I'm okay. what I heard, uh. but I'm not sure. We'd have to get him in to find out because I'm sure he'd have great stories for us. I don't I see, can't wait. I don't see him. He's kind of a distant cousin, so he don't see him very often. Mm. But um. Eve Van Dyke. So we're, t- we're t- on the, Yeah, we on yeah. that episode. So our, my listener from California, she she sent us. She listened to the episode. And she had some great feedback, and I thought I would share it with uh, with everyone. She wrote, "Hey, I had a thought about something uh, from Tinder, Church, and Hockey. You know the propo- your proposal of men going to a massage parlor before coming home from work. Well, I do remember that, right?" Uh, I said that it should be covered by OHIP, right? Yeah. Because, uh, which is, because I think that it's good for the whole family to get the poison out, you know? Saves women trouble, and...
2: Yeah, you could take a Xanax, or you could... Yeah, you go could to go a to a massage parlor, right? You could,
0: yeah, you could, uh, yeah, yeah, there's a million things. You could, you could drink alcohol, or, you know, like, uh, d- do whatever you want, but or you could just get the poison out, you know, with a nice massage. <laughs> So um she she didn't like this. She she says, "You know your proposal of uh, going to massage parlor uh, before coming home from work. Well, I think you're on to something." Ooh, which is which is very nice. Yeah? Oh. she's saying uh, uh, the lady thinks I might be on to something. But I'm surprised you didn't come up with this idea already, being a self-proclaimed cheap cheap Dutchman that you are. So, which I am a cheap Dutchman. <laughs> why don't why don't you guys just jerk off on the way home from work? <laughs> It's it's (laughs) free.
3: That's worse than texting. (laughs) (laughs) Come on.
0: She says it's free. Uh, You won't feel guilty about your wives. Uh, You don't need permission, and it saves the poor Asian woman from touching your more sweaty balls after a long, gross day of work. (laughs) They can even switch hands to make it more interesting, and finally, they will still come home happy. It's a win-win all around. Just a thought. Well, thank you very much uh, for that. Can you give Uh, a round of applause? uh, no. Oh, you're way off, are you? <laughs> all are right, go. good work, there Paul. Go. I thought that was really good. Um, I'm gonna tell you, what do you think about that? What do you think about that A little piece of advice?
2: I'm. I don't know. Do all uh, massage parlors employ Asian women? Oh, I that think that was racist. Exclusively? I thought it was racist. First too. of all, I don't think it's we. It's racist, all right? <laughs> yeah. So first of all, I would like say to say the... to my
0: listeners that you know, Life from the Dutch Hall has said this week after week. We don't appreciate racist humor. We don't. We don't endorse it. We're inclusive of all people in the world. So to
2: say, just Asian women can get can get massages is just untrue.
3: It's rude.
2: Could be a Caucasian man giving you a massage. It could right? be. Could it be a could be. could be a Haitian dwarf giving you a massage. There you go. Who could. knows? You know what the thing about the Haitian dwarf is? A lot of the pictures of the Haitian dwarf, the
0: which is which are all just speculative pictures, I think, are, are showing more looking like Latin, you know. But a Haitian is generally black. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like black, or dark, dark or skinned.
0: Yeah, like they hate, they and they are not big fans of white people in Haiti. That's the truth. I, I don't know if the Haitian dwarf would disagree with me, but in Haiti, I'm pretty sure it's fairly racist culture against white people. Oh, really? We're the devil. They see us as the devil because they don't see a lot of us. So when they see <laughs> us, they think it's some devil coming. Devil. But don't we,
2: like after they had that, that big uh, disaster down there, what did they have? Uh, hurricane?
0: Yeah, an, uh, uh, earthquake. They yeah. had an earthquake.
2: They must have, when the white people they saw then were probably helping them out. were not <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're right. Well, dude. One like, would assume. Yeah.
2: I'm trying to think of uh, the well, famous, White there's Sargent a famous Sean actor. Penn. Sean Penn went down there, right? Yeah, but he, he had represented to wear blackface. Our race. He had he to wear black. He had blackface. to wear blackface <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> or they would have just threw him in the ocean. Yeah. No
0: no f- coverage of it, though, lucky for Sean Penn, because I think he would have caught flack over that. <laughs>
3: That's why they send such a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> he was just
0: like Robert Downey Jr. He had the yeah. he got, uh, the whole thing. He was yeah. trying to fit right in. In Tropic okay. Thunder. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 Well, good work, Sean Penn, if Thank you're out you, there Sean listening.
0: Man. I also want to do one quick shout-out to another piece of feedback we got from RJJA on Twitter, or Hollick at RCholic on Twitter. Oh, R-C. He sent us a, a message after the Iron Sheik episode. I think it was he also watched our uh, YouTube one, and he said, fantastic stuff, well done, the at Iron Sheik, Keeping you humble, he was
2: referring to you, Dave Charles. Yeah, right. I was humbled. Yeah. So, <laughs> so
0: I wanted just to thank uh, thank Arcy uh, Hollick on Twitter for the good feedback. I like I, I appreciate it this week. Runner up. Thanks, for, Arcy. Arcy.
2: Arcy Hollick.
0: And finally, the Haitian dwarf. Just to end feedback. We got feedback. The Haitian dwarf. It's our friend. The. Uh,
2: there he is. Oh, excellent. Ho, hi ho. Have you
3: ever heard the whole... S- Song of this
2: yet or what? Should we play it all the
3: way
1: through no. or what? It's too dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I love that word. You <laughs> love that word, <laughs> <laughs> crack.
0: <laughs> Anyways, the Haitian Dwarf feedback. Every week we get uh feedback from the Haitian dwarf. I say that, but it's not true anymore, cause the Haitian Dwarf has given no feedback this week. He Let's was very well. impressed with our Wheel of Filth episode on YouTube. Uh, he gave us a glowing review of it, and then disappeared off the face of the earth. So we are, we have, we do not know what's going on with the Haitian dwarf. It just
2: struck me, but you know, he's he's told us time and again about all his uh, his uh, work with the ladies. He's very busy with the ladies, a bit of a ladies' band. Maybe oh, he's Archie been using, Drake. maybe he's been using at yeah, Spring Break. Very good so, point. Very break. good point. It's probably his peak season. He's probably using the roast beef demo uh, down Great. at Spring Break right now
3: because education is putting
2: it to use yep. now. I bet you will hear something soon.
0: Well, I think so. I mean, I, I really hope uh, that's true because the Haitian dwarf, if he was able to use the knowledge that I had and, and use it to, to, be more, to give more pleasure to the women of the world, then I've really done my job here, folks. And then it doesn't matter that I don't make any money. It only matters <laughs> that I helped out a young Haitian uh, little person who... Uh, be more of a lo- a better lover for for whatever woman he stumbles upon. And
2: you've helped all those women that he's been with, yeah, since the wheel of filth. Yes. Imagine them. Yep, with his um, bunch of happy ladies.
0: Tuna can
2: genitals, right? Haitian <laughs> dwarf, thick and robust. <laughs>
3: yep.
0: It doesn't matter. That'll work, right? I taught him on the episode. Anyway, yeah, that this week is our feedback. We got feedback. So this next part, this is here. The feedback. We got feedback is over. So now is our big guest, right, Dave?
2: Yeah. You guys sure you're ready for this? I don't know. I I, I can't wait. I can't wait. So what do you do?
0: Should I close my eyes?
2: Yeah, I'll go and get them. Okay.
3: (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Hola. Hola, amigos.
2: (laughs) Arriba. (laughs) Who is
0: this? (laughs) You got to be kidding me.
2: El grande (laughs) rostero.
0: El Grande Rustero, our mystery guest, eh? Our also mystery known guest. in
3: Mexican as Grandes Mosquillos Moscacos.
0: Grande Thank mosquilos you very much. Pleased to, pleased to meet you. Ah, you too. <laughs> so, uh, you know the name of this show? It's a nice place. How did you, uh, how did uh, Dave find you?
2: Uh, well, we used to work together. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: And uh, did, uh, you don't anymore?
2: No, because I quit my job.
0: Oh, that's why you're a mystery guest, right?
2: Yes. Yes, I quit my job.
0: <laughs> uh, your job uh, prior was uh, in the automotive industry? Is yes, that right? a and, factory worker. And now you are uh, pursuing your dreams, uh, We take it, as a luchador? I'm
2: going to be a wrestler.
0: <laughs> I'm <a> going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where you're from. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Parts, unknown. What part, parts, part's unknown. unknown. Parts unknown. It can't be uh, Mexico anymore.
2: No one knows where I'm from. That's why I wear the mask.
0: <laughs> I, I'm i sorry. Uh, well, uh, then you'd be perfect. You might as well just keep wearing... Uh, sorry, uh, then I'd l- I'm glad to have you here. Because what we would like to do... Uh, before, we had uh, a bunch of punks on our show. We didn't have... Uh, we had on Dave Charters and... Uh, our scientific correspondent, Tom Bong what did they know about quitting your job? Now we have a guy that's actually experienced it, not unlike myself.
2: Dave still has his job.
0: Yes. He has not uh, pulled the trigger and left his job, has he? No. <laughs> it's a sad thing, isn't it?
2: Yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it is you? sad. Would you just take that mask off, please, right now? <laughs>
3: <Really? laughs> Grande Really? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, you, this is easy, if that's as easy as it is to unmask the El Rostero? Ru- uh, like El, Ru- <laughs> El Grande <laughs> rustero El Grande Rustero. <laughs> El Grande Emphasize it. It's just... I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy here, but I think that you are just Dave Charters wearing a mask. God damn it. they were in a luchador mask. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just... Was him. it... I knew it all along. I knew it all along, Dave. Do you want to know how I knew? It was that easy to tell? It... it I know you have changed shape greatly since your Lenten promise to Jesus Christ. I'm a new man, but I could still tell by your uh, by your basic <laughs> shape and frame and the size, like the squareness of your head. I had no, I, I had no doubt that it was you. But but I'll tell you, it makes your eyes look weird in that thing. <laughs> it does. It feels Anyways, good. It feels good that mask.
2: You blew it on the guest day. Eh? You didn't uh, book a guest. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> I asked around. Everyone's got to work tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the middle of the week. What do you expect, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, sure, what a real letdown.
2: I guess it's just us.
0: Well, let's just pick up the people at home. So what I wanted to do, we last time we had talked about our jobs and quitting our jobs. And for those of you who didn't know me, at, uh, front, like we have new, new listeners and new viewers on YouTube all the time. So if you didn't know me, I worked in the banking industry for 15 years and decided not really a bad choice of my own to quit my job, but I did quit, and uh, what happened was uh, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. It was the greatest thing in my life. All right. Thank hello, you. Hello. Yeah. So what I thought, when last time we talked about quitting our job and what all the times we quit and all the as we went. now I wanted to give an actual step-by-step instructions on how to quit your job, right? So I made a six-step, six steps to quitting your job is what I did. Excellent. I'm going to take notes. All right, you ready? Step number one, all right? Find your passion. That's what it says, find your passion. Okay. So what what happens is, uh, and this way I look at it, when you when we start out in life, we're all we want to eat. We want to eat and we want put, to uh, put a roof over our heads and kind of just figure out how to survive as a young person, right? Whether you be a man or a woman, you want to just get off on your own. You want to prove you're an adult, right? So what you do is you find a job so you can make money or you go to school so you can find a job so you can make money and then you make money... And then you get a place to live and you get food to eat, right? And that's good. You've accomplished that goal. And then as time goes on, you just look around your apartment or your house or whatever you're in, and you say, uh, you know, I'm working all the time and to pay for this, and so I want to upgrade this. I want to upgrade that. You know, I feel I deserve it because I, you know, work hard. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep in improving my my crap, the crap that I have. <laughs> Until you have, uh, you keep working, get better crap, and then you just decide, well, now I work all the time. I got this crap, and now uh, I need more crap to make myself happy for being miserable all the time. And I'm gonna buy more of the crap. So you buy like a boat, or you buy like a snowmobile, or whatever you want. And then you keep doing that, and you realize I'm still working all the time and not, you know, enjoying any of these toys I buy or all the crap that I have in my house. Mm-hmm. And then you, years and years go by, and you realize, I don't know what I'm doing. And uh, why am I doing all this, right? I'm kind of miserable. And a lot of people are this way. And The research that, uh, that, I, that I read coming into this episode, somewhere between, depending on the reports you read, it's somewhere between um, 60% and 80% of people surveyed say they hate, they don't like the job they're working at. So wow. be, at least conservatively, more than half of the public. More half of the population hate the job that they're in, right. and uh, most of them don't leave because, well, for a number of reasons. But most of them don't feel they like don't a mouse. <laughs> they don't feel they know how to leave, right? They don't feel they know how to leave the job, right? And uh, so I'm going to help you. One thing, you, first step one is find your passion. So what before you know what you can do to make you happy, you have to figure out what makes you happy. So that's the hard part. That you, is hard. If you can figure that out, then yeah. I think most of the stuff can fall in place. But it, if you can figure out what you can do on a daily basis to make you happy, then all you have to do after that is to figure out how you can make a living off of yeah. it, right? So, um, the the main thing that you, people used to do, if you think what you what you need to make you happy is money or is a bunch of crap, then um, you're probably not going to be happy. Like, just reser- re- resign of- yourself to the fact that, yeah, you're... You're just going to keep filling yourself with more crap. You're going to keep trying to impress people you don't like. Like, you're going to keep trying to, for what? You know, you got a bunch of nice stuff, but nobody cares, you know? If other people don't have the same stuff, they think you're showing off. If people have better stuff, they they, uh, feel better than you if it makes them happy because they went through that path. But either way, it's useless. It's a waste of your time, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. So, the better thing is to think about what makes you happy. And now, the, other, the only thing to put on that is... Finding your, to dream about doing something that makes you happy is one thing, but it doesn't get you anywhere. If you're just going to sit around dreaming about it, it's it's uh, not worth anything. What you have to be is figure out a way to do it, to do, to do the thing that you want to do. So that brings us to step two. Okay. Develop a plan and execute. Is there a, s- a sound effect for that one, Paul? Execution. Execute. Uh, <laughs> you can think about it. Develop a plan. and, Anyways, develop, a plan, and execute. So once you realize what your passion is and you say like, you know, I like, uh, what What do you like? I like woodworking. I like, I like. Uh,
2: Maybe this passion is something you're doing when you're not at work in a very small aspect of your life. Like 0.5% of your time is spent doing this thing and you love doing it, but you yeah. don't have time because you're busy working.
3: Mm-hmm. Most likely that is what it is.
0: Or it's a portion of your job that you actually like in your job but you don't like the rest of the crap that goes along with right. it. Right. But yeah. you know that like, say the customer aspect of it where you're helping people makes you happy because you have a better, a general uh, sense of purpose, you know?
2: Yeah. There's probably something you get jacked about when you're at work, when you get to do something that uh, yeah. gets your motor running. Right? I think
0: there's a lot of people who actually like their job that actually like their work, I should say, because uh job, you know, job, the word job, it comes from the word gob, G O B B. Oh, gob. like spit. Yeah. Yeah. Gob is like a lump. It's like a lump, and they and used Mm. to be most of the work was bringing one lump, put into this other pile of bringing the lump from one pile and put into another pile. That's you just get your you get your job. You move one thing to another, right? In and out, in and out, in and out. And they say now even jobs are like in basket, out basket, in basket, out basket. Sorry, Mike. Oh, that's all right. And um, so it's the same thing. That's a job, and work comes from the German. German. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Come on, nine, nine, nine. nine. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> with Barney's that. got it. Barney's got it. Yeah. Uh, what? Are you, no, no nine?
1: No, we're not I'm
3: even on the page. page. Oh, <laughs> my, for sound, uh, my sound, uh, my sound We're finding an execution. <laughs> oh, and
1: We found this shotgun. Oh, there you go. There you go. We're gonna use that for number three.
0: So, anyways, um Terrible, eh? it's one thing that What did they say?
3: <laughs> you gotta execute your plan. You gotta execute your plan. plan so you gotta figure
0: it. out now once you figure out what you wanna do, you figure out kind of what it is you that you, you, what makes you happy, what kind of work it is that you make it. German you happy.
2: word. You were you're gonna talk work. about some word.
0: Yeah, work. Ah, German wor- word. work means uh, uh, energy expelled with purpose. Really? So that a job is just moving something from A to B. It's just like mindless tasks. Yeah. Yeah. And then work is actually some sort of uh, something you do that has purpose, right? So that's the thing. We we should actually, if you find if you like your most, a lot of people like their work, but they just don't like the, the job. job. You know, they yeah. don't like the actual, yeah, all the. Nine, 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 <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <Barely> <laughs> nine, <laughs> nine. <laughs> Literally, all right. but most people like the job, like like their work, but they don't like their job, and that's and so if you can figure out a way to do it on your own, and this is the thing about with really the companies nowadays, a lot of these big companies. Uh, have employees that probably work about 30% of the time, realistically. And I know everyone thinks they're overworked, and 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 they are in a lot of ways. But they're also so stressed out and miserable that they spend most of their days uh, procrastinating or bitching about their work to coworkers, or you know, just going around making up office gossip or doing whatever you do to get you through the day with a little bit of entertainment or to stick it to the man or whatever you whatever you like, right? But they don't. They're not happy, and that's the reason why they're doing this stuff. If, if you have an employee that's happy, you'd probably have uh, more dedicated to doing their work. Would you agree
2: with that? Absolutely. In your work? Happy chickens.
0: Happy oh. chickens. And the problem with these big companies, they try to put everyone in one box, right? They try to treat everyone the same, and that's not the truth. I mean, what, what makes me really happy, like uh, humiliating myself on the internet every week, <laughs> that would make some people really nervous or really like uh, they would think it's horrible. Yeah. Like, why would anyone do that, right? And uh, for me, I just like it, you know. So well, you find your passion. I did. I found my passion, which was getting drunk in my back shed. Did it? <laughs> you made big bucks.
3: You made big bucks. Got your first eight checks. Bucks? Yeah, eight eight bucks. How much did you make off that first Amazon check? Have you got it
0: yet? I haven't got it yet, but it, it means a hundred bucks. So I am at about I'm almost at two hundred bucks if you include my American one there. So I'm big, you know, big, getting big time.
3: But you still haven't got one cut yet.
0: No, I have not got my and, uh, check. And have you
3: on. have you inquired about the uh, the large size check? The giant check. check yet? Oh yeah. They they, uh, will they,
0: uh, uh, they will not do a large uh, size check. They will not do a large size check. Disappointing. We can maybe make one, but yeah,
2: yeah, we can maybe print one up for you.
0: Yeah, thank you. So um, the one thing to do is that a lot of people sit around and dream about their job. A lot of people uh, sit around saying stuff like, uh, "You know what I should do? I should do this, right?" And uh, most of those people who say, I should do this, never will do it. They will never do it. They just dream about it. They're just, they're, they're just uh, pissing in the wind. They're not really doing anything. Um, they're not really doing anything about it. They're just saying, I should do this. So the thing is, if you want to change that, every time you say, I, sh- I should do this, if you're honest with yourself and everyone else, change, I should do this with, I am going to do this by this time. And if you do that, then you're kind of forced to do it. You have to, you have to do it. And then you, then you will, right? And then you can break it down into smaller components so that you can actually get to that point. So if you know, I want to get here, but it's going to take me realistically five years to get there. I'm going to need this much money. I'm going to, And and uh, it's going to take this much time to get where I need to go. And I have to hit these milestones along the way. And once you can break down those components and make sure you can hit your targets and be and do it, then you're one step closer to doing it. The next step, number three... <laughs> Is to get your finances in order. Ah, Get your uh, finances in order. And that. chestnut. You writing that down, Dave? Yeah. Now, the reason is is because if it's gonna take five years and you're gonna not make as much money as you normally make, or even if you're just gonna take a job that's not gonna make as much as you have, you're not gonna have the benefits you're used to, not gonna have the security you're used to, not gonna have the pension, all those things, then you need to be in a financial position to do it because you still gotta eat, you still gotta live, right? So, the main thing, the first thing you gotta do in order to, this is the hardest one. This is the hardest one. It takes the most time. But this is nothing. No one ever said it's going to be easy to quit your job. It's not going to be easy at all. <laughs> it's going to take a lot of time, and it's going to take a lot of planning to do it. It's a real process. So what you have to do is you have to look, number one, at how much it's really going to take you to live. Because most people um, most people live uh, think they need to live on stuff that they're living on, but they really don't. So if you take an inventory of all the crap that you have in your house, your garage, your basement, your your sheds, off-site storage, your lockers that you have and yeah. whatever, <laughs> whatever crap that you have that you're accumulating because you're bought into this capitalist system where you just go to work every day miserably and buy a bunch of sh- crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to it's like, safe, um, it's safe. I don't want to give Father Al any more money here. <laughs> So, But if, as soon as you go, you get to that point, and you really realize if I cash all this stuff in, it, even the house I have is like way bigger than I need. I can scale it down. Because it's side. holding all the stuff. It's holding all the stuff. You get rid of the stuff, you don't need as big a house to hold the stuff, right? And so if you can get to the point where you really realize what you need to live a comfortable life that's going to make you happy, and you can, you'd can, be surprised. It's a lot less than you'd think. Yeah. But the one thing you have to do is because generally as a result, if you want to get all this crap to fill your big house, to fill your, to have all this stuff, then you're probably going to have consumer debt that goes with it. You're going to have a bunch of debt that goes with it, credit cards and mortgages and car loans and all that stuff. And so the, the what you need to do is get rid of that as much as you can, a lot of that debt. So it means you have to put a plan in place, an actual financial plan in place to get you to the point where you can have enough money set aside where you can actually do the things you want to do and not have to worry about getting your next meal, you know? So it sometimes will take years where you, if you save to go on a vacation, if you save to buy a house, if you save to uh, do a lot of things that are big monumental things in your life, why can't you save to quit your job, right? You should save to quit your job. People save to retire all the time. Their whole life is based around retirement and saving for retirement. But why don't you save for, you know, why don't you save for having, uh, doing what you want to do with your life? And forget about retirement, you know, then you don't even have to retire. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I realized that I wasn't going to retire, I'm just going to work till I die. I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders because, well, now what do I have to worry about? I don't have to wait. I don't have to wait anymore. I can just work till I die. And then I can work at getting things built up that'll take me to death. Right, I don't have to worry about retirement, <laughs> and then I'm retired now. Start looking
3: Start at your plots and yeah, uh, yeah. the, the, the headstone and what it's gonna say. Just and just worry about one. Just I own my own I, know, work I go. go. Oh,
0: yeah, you just keep. <laughs> work. You just keep doing <laughs> it. You know? if you like right? it, it's not even work, right? If you're doing something you like, it's not even work. So then you just keep doing it. It might
2: you're... be work, but it's not a job. It's not a job. Oh yeah, I like I like what I
1: do, but it's it's work. Yeah, I don't like the work, but like right, I gotta do it all the time though. But I like
0: it. Yeah, but if that's the thing, if it's if it's agrees with who you are, if it's something that you enjoy, then you're already you're already most of the way a there.
1: Job. It's,
0: a... it's work. It still has a purpose for you. You still feel like you're getting yeah. something from it. If you're building if you're building houses and you like the fact that you can take a oh, pile of wood my. and make it into a house, that's uh <laughs> that was an inadvertent uh, sound effect, <laughs> eh Paul? Mm. Uh, George Takei. Oh, it worked really good. George Sakai doing show. But we have we, if you, but if you're doing that sort of thing and you're happy about it, like if you're working in a cubicle every day, if you go to a cubicle every day and, and you're sitting there looking at your Ziggy poster on the wall or hang in there, Kitty, and you're like, uh, I hate Mondays and I like coffee. But when you go home at night, you're like, oh, I just love complaining about Mondays and, right. and with my coworkers yeah. and having birthday cake in the, in the boardroom, you know, all Yeah, that. If you
2: can look back on that day and just giggle about how great it was just hating Monday.
0: Yeah, you know what I said when someone said, "Hey, it's a bir- someone's birthday in the boardroom," I would be like, "Ugh, do I really have to go?" Do <laughs> this again? Yeah, oh, I don't care. I don't I'm not care. fucking singing. Yeah. Singing. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I don't even yeah, like. I right. You on. can do it. I like those. I don't even like you people. I, I I didn't choose to work with you. You know, like there's a lot of times you go to work, you don't. Like you would never hang around with any of those people, really. <laughs> oh no, yeah, no, you would not. Yeah, at all. you go to work. And I was lucky; I got to work with people that were that I liked. But there are some, like, there's a lot of places I did work where I went in there, and I'm 40 years younger than the next person that works there, and I have absolutely nothing in common with anyone, right? And it really doesn't. You, like the fact that
2: I'm not going to celebrate your birthday. Yeah. I don't really care. You know? It's a job to celebrate that birthday. It yeah, makes it a job Yeah,
0: it makes it a job <laughs> Especially when you have to celebrate your boss's birthday You know, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's uh, your, it's Frank's birthday yeah. Come in the boardroom and see Frank You know, yeah. we're going to blow the candles Dude, Frank's a douche Yeah, Frank's a
2: dick Things right? are going to get crazy Frank's, We're going to uh,
0: like like
1: get I was, some pizza
3: in <laughs> When I was
1: in college, I went in mechanical engineering And then um, I went two years, they put me in a placement I got stuck in a cubicle, sunshine and outside I'm surrounded, like there's <laughs> no place for me <laughs> i got up walked i said is this what i went to school for two years for and they're like yeah they're like, this is it well see you later yeah, right? <laughs> i got up gone yeah that's yeah. the last day of school i ever went and i was drinking <laughs> That's really what they should do. Give me a hammer. That's what <laughs> they should
0: do when they start any program. Is they're like, okay, you're in this program. Right. Okay. This is where you're gonna be. This is what
1: like you're. Yeah, like show a picture scenario. of yeah, yeah. where okay. you're gonna head. Right here. No, let them no, yeah. go there. This is gonna lead you to this. No, let them yeah. go there and sit down and more Right at there. the start. Yeah. Sun was shining. Yeah. Hey, I was. Yeah. I'm out of here.
3: Well, some people might like that sun <laughs> shining right. onto their desk, so and that—that's the picture of perfect.
0: Yeah, I knew right. I would see people like that too at the bank. You know, they get an office, and they're so proud they have an office. I remember. I got my first office I got my name tag I was on the I had my door with my name on it I had yeah. my, I could close it I had my own desk I my own chair close. I was I felt like a real yeah, a real was special person I man.
2: remember coming to visit you there yeah, look at what me is, he, a, is Peter Van Dyken I'm a big shot right yeah. then Dave, you re- uh, realize very. Uh, shut, very that uh, shut that door for me she'd like door, really. hit the button on the th- Peter someone here to see you Dave's here or, <laughs> or, or by the end it'd be like Roots Dave's there. here again yeah
3: <laughs>
0: Just let me not have five more minutes. <laughs> could, you, uh, could you ask for
3: coffee and have it delivered to you kind of thing? Like ask your sec.
2: do no. you, you have your own secretary?
0: I had an assistant. You're not allowed to call him a secretary oh, at all, ever. I'm sorry. See, I didn't know. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. It's link. a, no, that's a, you, uh, except on secretary's day, which then you're supposed to buy them something. But then the but rest then of the year call they're not secretary, a secretary
2: on that day. So no. can you also give them a tushy squeeze on secretary day?
3: <laughs> no, oh. seems appropriate.
0: <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's like we really missed out. Uh, as as uh, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like we we're we are like the men of the '90s or the guys our age. I have to pay the price for our parents' generation who did all kinds of terrible yet. Yeah, really seen the fun things <laughs> you know and, and uh
2: they really had the cap by the tail eh yeah i'm mean, telling you man, they, could, they had. They would
0: booze at lunchtime you know right. they yeah. would just smoke right in the office mustaches. they would have affairs yeah. with their secretary they grow a big duster and they wouldn't have that we wouldn't look greasy it wasn't just oh, yeah. for some november fundraiser yeah they were growing it because it was from wicked was boss
3: yeah. It kicked ass Yeah, because yeah. they're going out And a little bit time. of their whiskey got in it Yeah, a little,
0: <laughs> little gin and tonic in there <laughs> a little, Maybe a little cocaine <laughs> <laughs> but, Coca? Depending if you're uh, a person of the 80s Or uh, from Norfolk County
3: Listen
0: to White Snake <laughs> 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 But uh, <laughs> But the f- <laughs> where was I? Get your finances in order. But yeah, yeah, number three. Well, yeah, <laughs> you have to do. Sorry, you have to get gosh, your. Fi- that's, the biggest, uh, that's the biggest. That's the biggest and most important thing. Because the first thing, you, most of the time, what you do, people spend a lot of their money on interest and fees, right? If you can reduce your debt, spend less than you make, and actually start putting money away, if you can figure out how you can kind of uh, scale down your life to do that, then you're going to be in a position where you can actually get yourself to the point where. The employer is going to have less and less power over you. You're not going to be less. You're not going to be trapped as much as you were because you have options. You know, I, I most the most common excuse for not leaving your job is, I can't leave my job because I can't afford it. Right? Right. right. So if you if you want to be able to afford it, then you have to put a plan in place so that you can afford it. And that's so that's number one. You figure out the money so that you can uh, finance your own venture because a lot of times when you have a dream or an idea that's uh, something that gets gets you really excited. It doesn't intend to get finance, uh, you know, banks and some like that very, as excited. So you have to kind of <laughs> work on
2: financing yourself. You don't think you do very well on Dragons Den? Me with a
0: Dutch Hall program? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think I'd be getting money investors for the Dutch Hall program. I couldn't even sell it to myself. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> you I don't. Sold know.
1: it to your band.
0: I sold it to the band, yeah, Uh, yeah. and the and the and the uh, the the TV crew here too. Uh, They're they're here, and I don't know why. And the
1: bartender, I get to drink on Thursdays. It's great. Oh,
0: good. I do pay you in beer. Oh, good. good. So, um, anyways, that's what you. That's that's what I think is the most important thing that people people uh, leave behind. The fourth thing you have to do is deal with your fears. So deal, Ooh, deal with fears. your fears, deal with your fears, Dave. You writing that down? I am. So what do you, what would you be afraid of when you're trying to leave your job? You left your job, Mike, didn't you? Yeah. At uh, uh, yeah, what would be farming? afraid of is uh,
3: yeah, I left my I left my job for uh, well, it was a it was an agriculture job, but more of a I guess a stable. You know that business probably wasn't going anywhere, dealing fertilizer and chemicals and seed, and I went to become a farmer. Which is a little bit more of an unstable job, which I've found out very clearly this year, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, no, you take that chance. You take the risk. Do I want to be my own boss and live a happy life and uh, get, you know, I only get out of it what I put into it? Or do I give in to the machine and sit through meetings and want to jump out the friggin' window with (laughs) the stupid sun sun shining like you said paulie like you know what i said to myself i want to go be a farmer because it's way better and i I would never want to be on the other side of the fence
0: yeah and when i was at work lending money to farmers i'd do that i see that all the time you'd be across the desk from them and they would and you'd be uh like man i how am i helping you do this and i can't help myself do it like it sounds like an awesome job you know like uh, where i mind's seems to be terrible yeah, to yeah. Me. it was a good job too i mean there's so many people like that are dumbfounded with me that i have left a left a lucrative banking job to just do they do a mystery thing they don't know what i'm doing right it blows their mind yeah. yeah it blows their mind Like at the one the last bank i quit um they are they uh i've had lots of people that i've heard from that have said what what is he thinking like what is he what is wrong with him does he lost his you know is he okay you know because yeah. they can't understand why i was he getting help give it up yeah yeah where it's like no it's uh it's actually oh, I, I it's way better i don't know why you guys don't all quit you know it's way better right and even the people who uh at my other and my other uh my job i was at for the longest period of time i mean they're all saying oh, you did it but it's not for me you know like it's i i couldn't do it or i don't want to do it or whatever and it's not for everyone, no. but for the people who, are... if you're miserable, then why would you live your life that way, being yeah. miserable? Yeah, like it's, there's, so it's it's too short. No. There was a there was a quote that I read. I don't know who who said it, but there was. Uh, it said a midlife crisis, because really that's all it was. That's what when most time when people think about leaving, it gets chalked up to a midlife crisis. You know, and the one quote I read about midlife crisis was like, a midlife crisis is when. You get to the top rung of your ladder and realize that you've put it against the wrong wall is what it is. And that, and that, that was a pretty yeah, good description good. Of, of where I was in my life. You get to a certain point and you're like, what am I doing all this for? And like, I'm not, is it, where to go next? And there's like nowhere. Just keep doing that for the next 10, 20 years. Yeah. And you're like, uh, no, how about no? <laughs> yeah. And no works really well. So once you deal with your fears, well, failure is the one people are afraid of failure. And uh, so, what I suggest with that one is, uh, you think about what failure would look like for you. You would actually envision failure, which they say if you're going to envision things, you're not supposed to envision negatives, but whatever. But like, say it. Look, uh, you should like uh, go at your fear head on and say, like, what would failure look like, and like what a, what am I so afraid of?
3: Like a worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah.
0: What what is what would happen if I failed? Like where where would I go? And then, really, when you break it down to say, "Well, I would do this," I'd go back to my old job. I would, I would uh, take on a second job. I would, you know, sell my house and move to a smaller house. I would do whatever I needed to do to make it keep going. And maybe then you're saying, "Well, that's not that bad. If I failed, I could just do that. And then it's not nothing to be afraid of for failing. Uh, making less money. Well, that's why I said get your finances in order. You got a budget for it. You got to try to stay within the right. budget, and you got to try to do hit your goals." Uh, afraid of what people Will think of you Most of the time The people that you're worried About what they'll think of you Are people who are Dickheads anyways And you don't <laughs> care about them exactly. That's right So um, If it's your family And your people you love That don't get it Then do a better job Of trying to explain it to them But uh, For the people who uh, Don't matter Then
2: who cares Yeah I right? For the like, for the Bill Willishkas of the world Yeah Yeah who
0: cares
3: I feel like if it's your family And friends Like no matter what you choose They're kind to of- Around, they're gonna be with you. That's why they're
0: that. Right, right. They're and if they know them. you're doing it with what, where you've actually put it in, like you were actually putting some thought into it, it's just not right. some willy-nilly flake idea. Yeah. Like it's something that you're doing for a reason. And all honestly, you're an adult. You don't need anybody to tell you to do to live your life the way you want to or you don't. There's gonna be consequences to your decisions. One way or another. So yeah. just live with it, right? Uh, are you too old? <laughs> That's another one. Are you too old? Well, I think of what it has to be. They say it takes about ten years to get good at something. And to become an expert at anything it takes about ten years. So for um if, doesn't matter, like if you're planning on working ten more years, then you have ten years to get really good at something, right? If you're planning on working until you're dead, then uh you have lots of years left most of the time. Right, you yeah. know, even if you're like sixty, if you're planning on working till you're ninety, you got thirty years, right? So yep. like there's there's, uh, no, uh, there's no real time to say you're too old for it to be happy, right? If you want to do something and it makes you happy and the pursuit of the success of that makes you happy, then just do it. Um, what's the next one? Starting at the bottom. And that's just a fact. You just have to be able to start from scratch and, and learn again. So like that, that, there's nothing you can do to get away from that. No. The next step is quit quit your job Whoa.
2: we're there already that's the big one
0: yeah so you got you you found your passion you developed a plan you got your finances in orders you dealt with your fears now it's time to walk in and say it's time to quit so this this could be years from the time you made your decision to the time you put your plan in place the time you executed the plan to get you in a financial position to do it now it's time to go in and quit right so this is a part where you could go in there guns blazing right Burning bridges, yeah, <laughs> having a great Left time, and
1: right? Yeah,
0: just going in there telling everybody, best day of your life, everything Don't you want
1: to see fuck yourself. <laughs>
0: that's what that, that's what it should be. Uh, in most of the scripts that you would uh, write in your head, that's what you're gonna do. Realistically, most of the experts would say, uh, keep that bridge intact in case uh, your idea fails because most of the idea, most new ideas do fail, so there's two options. And which brings us into our last point, which is be be flexible and repeat the process. Um, if you are if you burn that bridge, it takes away one of your abilities to be flexible. Yeah. The other thing that you have to look at when you're um, getting ready to quit is that um, it's very um, – I would say mo- I never, ever, the experts that are out there that tell you how to quit your job, they'll tell you – don't uh, pursue other jobs on company time. You have to still respect them in case you don't want to leave a bad rep you know, all that stuff. Realistically, I, I would say that a lot of people who are miserable with their job would spend a lot of the time at their job looking for other jobs or thinking about other things or just dreaming about not being there. Those people are, com- I would say, my advice, which is against all these other people, <laughs> is use the company like they use you. In today's corporate environment, they're firing full-time employees all the time. It's in every industry right now. Any corporate industry, they're firing full-time employees and hiring them with temps, right? Because they're cheaper, because you don't have to pay benefits and stuff. And uh, that's the way that things are going. They're they're, they're, um, just for profit, are um, laying off and firing long-term employees on all sorts of industries. They're treating you like a commodity. So if they're treating you like a commodity, my suggestion would be, Treat them like a commodity. Use them to get what you want, right? If you have to work at a crappy job, well, then use that job to get to execute your plan to get you to where you want to be. Use the money you can get from them. Use the time that they pay you for where you can get work done at your desk that it's going to help you and not them. Like Use all that because that's part of the payment that you get for giving up who you are as a yeah. person and, and becoming a di- different person. By working.
2: Not to mention everyone's doing it. Yeah. Like 75 or 80% of the workforce is on LinkedIn. If you're in like a, in an office setting or whatever, and that's where you get to, people sell it as like, uh, trying to keep, you know, connect with other people in the business world and, and stuff. But you put all your accompli- accomplishments in there and, and your position at, at your job and where you work. It's just like a, a resume that you keep updating and you send it out to everybody all the time on LinkedIn yeah, and yeah. everyone does it on. and. Oh really? I think so. Yeah. I'm not on LinkedIn. I hate it, but.
0: Oh, really? But that's what they do in that, in LinkedIn.
2: Yeah, I think so. You know what they say? So headhunters can find you.
0: They're saying a lot of people will work these jobs that they hate because it says it pads a resume, it like builds a resume. <coughs> like it's, oh, it's good to take that other job. at pads your resume. You know what Warren Buffett said about that? What did he say? He said taking a job to pad your resume is like uh, waiting, is saving up, sec- is- oh, sorry, I'll say it again. He says taking a job to pad your resume is like saving up sex for old age, is what he said. Oh. it's like saving up sex for old age. Yeah. It's like if you had all the if you you banked all the girls that you could have uh, marital relations with, and then you and you waited until you're an old person and you couldn't even do anything with it, right? It, that's the same thing. Yeah. Why don't you enjoy yourself? It's like people that wait they wait worked their whole life for retirement, and then when they get to retirement, yeah. they're not in the, they're physically not able to do it, or they're
3: and they've been saving up for that. Yeah, and
0: then one day comes and then it, you don't get, even get to enjoy it. So you're saving up for a day that may never come, right? Yeah, exactly. That's why I say life is short. Do it now. Ooh. What is that one? I haven't done this one.
1: Yeah, that's your own problem. We're
3: having a great time.
2: That's why he's a bartender. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a next double shot
2: to do. Yeah,
3: yeah. Second back. Second back, boys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we just quit our job, so we should have a shot to celebrate. All
0: right, everybody. We've yeah. quit Which our Which one job. are we doing? What those yeah, those ones one yeah that one
3: came first, so. Orange yeah. one, what's this? Cheers. What's sad, music? My sad music? Sad music. Because charters can't drink. <laughs> <laughs> charters can't drink. <laughs> it is sad. Oh, it looked nice. good.
1: Hit it again. Thank you, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it
0: was. I don't know. It a sad, sad one. You guys are getting too drunk up there, I think.
1: <laughs> well, it's great, but the soundboard, it's... <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, now we've quit our job. Now it's about the last step is to be flexible and repeat the process. So be flexible refers to that nothing's going to go as you planned. the The thing that you think is um, your initial plan when you started, when you get into the reality of it, and you realize that your skill set is what it is, that you, uh, that your the marketplace is what it is, that your competition is different than what you imagined, that whatever changes in life because things change so fast. The main way to be able to to keep that you can still not have to go back to that horrible job is to be flexible and always problem solve to get yourself through this step. So if you can, if you can get to the point where you, um, where you know that you can move quickly and change past to adjust to whatever you're put up against, then you're going to be able to figure out how to keep doing it. And and you're also going to be able to. When I say repeat, it means because. If you're going to follow your dreams, it usually has an S at the end that's more than one. So if you pick the one dream and you get to and it works, then why wouldn't you repeat the process for the second one, for the third one, for the fourth yeah, yeah. one? Right. Because it is the same process no matter what you want to do. You want to do one thing, put a plan in place and do it. You want to do the second thing, put a plan in place and do it. And you move on, repeat, move on, repeat, and uh, have a good time. And if you don't want to do anything, if you want to sit around on, on your couch and watch TV and that's your goal in life, then you can do that too but <laughs> you gotta make it work somehow <laughs> but you have to yeah eventually it might mean that you're gonna have to work at a job you hate until you can just lie on your couch for the last 20 years of your life or whatever but do whatever makes you happy that's the end of the that's the moral of the story I think if you follow those six steps you will do very well you can put a plan in place to actually uh, successfully get out of the rut you're in and quit your job and if you ever want help getting yourself to do this and I mean this Sincerely to all the people that are listening or watching on YouTube this show If you really need help to, to quit your job I feel so strongly about it myself If you can listen to my program Listen to the nonsense that we do here And still think enough of me To give me an email at, life the Dutch hall at gmail.com And tell me what you want to do If you need some advice, if you want some help If you want to help put a plan in place to get you out of your predicament Well then send me an email at, life from the Dutch hall at gmail.com. And uh, let's see what I can do to help you. I'll be happy to do it. So uh, I think that everybody has the right to be happy. And if you're not in a situation where you think you are and you feel lost, then any, then I'd be happy to give you a hand with that. So yeah, you should be. A new sponsor for the show, Pete Van Dyke, Dutch Hall Consulting. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it uh, If you Just want it Just Excellent. Announce. Yeah. Just announced. Just right. announced. And it's only, it's not that much of a joke. I could actually help. I've done actually, I do consult. I do consulting right now for those that don't know. And that was the part of my job that I did like when I was working on the old job. And I still do it now. I help out different businesses in town and give them kind of uh, advice. Or I just helped the guy that was looking at buying a business. And, um, work through the numbers for them and help them out. So if you do need help with consulting, sincerely, it is that you can c- get a hold of me, and I will be happy to do work for you. I do need to uh, bolster up my $8 uh, a month paycheck. What, those,
3: those VG checks aren't giving you enough?
0: You know, it's hard. It's hard. You know you Come can on, you only on. eat so many help pepperettes. <laughs> you can only eat so many pepperettes. <laughs> for an old vegetable helps now. again. <laughs> <I get. laughs> So that is quitting your job. So I hope that helps. That uh, versus last week. The one thing I want to want to do to quit this is that I work. I went on a website, CNBC's website, and they listed the top ten worst jobs in the world in oh. the United States. I should say in the United oh, States the United of America. States. Really? Right. And what I'm going to do is a leave this as a song. game to end the end the show. Excellent. I don't know. You guys might be able to see this. So you have to guess what you think the uh, what would be on the top ten worst jobs. In the United States of America, are
2: garbage man, number one,
0: worst Gar- job. Garbage man's number eight, Dave, oh. number eight. And garbage man is the second lowest income on the thing. Uh, it's at number eight and they make an average of 22,970. And they say the main reasons are income and stress, income and stress. I know
2: that because every time I brought a bad test home from school, my parents would say, do you want to end up being a garbage man?
3: Oh,
0: did you? I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You drive around in a truck. Yeah. You go pick up garbage. Where's the stress? Where's the stress to that? Oh. I think it's stress free that job. Rock out to some. Tunes. It's not. It's not. It's not glamorous. What, you're, gonna, you're gonna pick up gross garbage and stuff, but you're also driving a
3: truck, which is fine.
2: What if somebody's not separating their recyclables? Yeah, you girl, ever think I about heard that? A good
3: bit on that. With son uh, of a bitch, then you kicks your blue box into the ditch.
2: I'll tell you what I will do.
0: Right. You know exactly what you do is you leave. <laughs> you just leave the. You leave it at the curb and you let them learn a tough
2: lesson. <laughs> You lesson. gotta slap a sticker on the side too.
0: You say, "What is that? Cat food dried in the can? You put <laughs> that in recycling." You wash your recycling. <laughs> Anyways, any other guesses of what the worst dro- worst jobs uh, could be?
1: Understand. Like a sewage worker of some sort or something. No, no sewage workers.
0: Yeah. That is actually a great job. That is actually a great job. Well <laughs> paying. Yeah. All pain? yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I thought so too. There's a, this this list really sucks. Oh,
3: like a school janitor.
0: Also, uh, one that I would put on the list, not on the list. Really, no, not on the list.
2: Worst job ever. Worst job.
3: I'll be surprised if you got half strip of these. Club janitor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> better. No. it has no. got to be a bad job. Even worse, I should say. Yeah. Stripper. Stripper on there. Eh?
1: The president of the United States.
0: <laughs> uh, president of the United States was not on there, but I would say that is one of the worst jobs. That is the worst you uh, what, like
1: everything's just fed to you anyways you just got to regurgitate but what but they, what, but, they hate, you, right? but they it's like, killing so,
0: them eh they you show you them all that you just read yeah. A speech
3: what yeah it you just drains spot? you eh i think uh, what happens it, is for they sure it does but they, they
0: start out as a young man they get elected they walk into this room yeah. and all these guys sit there and they say okay mr president here's all the shit that's going on in the world that we haven't told the general public about and the guy's hair immediately goes white yeah, yeah. Yeah. And He just looks like he's aged 20 years yeah. just from learning all the horrible truths that looks are like a in the world. Baseball medal. Yeah.
3: Actually, Clinton
2: <laughs> looks better than he did in office probably now. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, he quit his job. Well, he <laughs> quit his job. His <laughs> hair
1: came back in regular. To be honest, yeah. he, uh, oh, yeah, he had like, some fun, pretty
2: fun pretty in, sure in office. That, right? yeah. yeah. He
3: was doing okay. His knees were weak. <laughs> yeah, but like, he looks better now than he did in office.
2: He was a little stressed, maybe.
0: The only thing he got in when he was a president to get him through those horrible, stressful days was some. Some beejers from a chubby intern. You know, that's all he could do, and you know, he still caught grief over that. And smoking
2: yeah, a nice Cuban cigar. Yeah, did he smoke Good it? Cherry tipped. I don't know if he. I smoked don't know if it was, right. was cherry tipped at the end.
0: It was more. It's more like a. More like a fishy flavor. That's what I remember. Is that, if I remember the story correctly, but. Uh, uh. But, but it's true. Like Bill Clinton quit his job. When I quit my job too, there's I go to visit the old people I used to work with, and they're like, "What happened? Like, where's the rest of you? You know, you look so skinny or whatever, right?" Be- but it's just because I don't uh, hate myself yeah, as much. Actually, enjoying life. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. The various- How about uh, cab driver? Cab driver. Oh, it's on it? there. No, nope, I didn't look ding, at it. Is that one? I was thinking bus driver, but then I thought cab driver.
0: Cab driver is actually the lowest paid job on the top 10 of worst jobs in America. And
1: uh, yeah, they right.
0: said, it's just for work environment. Just for work environment. That's the reason they said it was terrible, just having to deal with people and traffic and stuff.
1: What about a, a Bouncer.
0: No, and that's not there. Nope. But corrections officer was number 10 on the list. Yes. Corrections yes. officer. Yeah. Which is uh, pr- like a prison or I guess yeah. a prison worker, jail employee. And that one's pretty crappy, as you can imagine. But they said the main reason is because of uh, privatization of uh, prisons and stuff is that they're getting to be cheaper. You know, anytime oh, really? it's privatized, you know, uh, you yeah. pay, pay them less and make them do more. Yeah. And so they said that's why it's kind of taking its toll on them. And there's more uh, riffraff in the world, and uh, there's more designer drugs to deal with. <laughs> so they, you they make you, shit
1: out of like toothpaste and light bulbs. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it should say corrections officer in, in Florida. You know, in Florida would be the word yeah, with the bath salts. Firefighter was number nine, and that oh, seems really? like a glamorous wow. job. But they said just do the stress of the job. It was number it was number nine. Right. Garbage collector we talked about. Number seven was flight attendant, oh. and again, flight attendant yeah, exactly. they said it was bad because um
3: you have to deal with people constantly well yeah, yeah so also because really like airlines are so straight. competitive with yeah.
0: prices that they're slowly that they have to keep making it so like where there used to be five flight attendants there's oh, now three okay. and yeah. then yeah. and you're got more overcrowded flights of people that are you know frustrated yeah or frustrated or and stuff. it's just like a bad work environment uh uh head cook was number six head cook like not a, sh- not a chef not a chef they said a chef will you get paid a salary a cook gets paid like crap. And that includes like McDonald's, like fast fast food uh, book yeah, workers, yeah. you know, like uh, family restaurants. Like those guys are like real kitchens where you guys just working his butt off for not that much pay. Number five is uh, one that I think is surprising. Broadcaster. Broadcaster. Oh, oh really? Yeah.
3: Oh, Ron Burgundy seemed to have it all right. Yeah, I know. But Ron a Burgundy. Time. Yeah.
0: He was the, you know what the average um, pay of an American broadcaster is? This is like a... Like a news broadcaster.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. What? Yeah. What do you mean, broadcaster?
0: Yeah, this is talking spe- specifically about news broadcasters, okay. but because you're a broadcaster, I'm a broadcaster, and was... my job I like. But they, but they said, but even the, but they say it's the worst job because of the future of it. And a lot of these, these ones that are at the top, they say a lot of the, it's because of the future of the job there is, uh, there's not much future for it. The outlook uh, is not poor. Well, Industries changing, right? Because of people
1: like you as well, right?
0: Right. Well, in real realistically, and they say there's consolidation at the top of all these news channels and stuff like that. So because there's consolidation, they're doing it cheaper. It's all just the corporate structure. They're trying to do it cheaper and and uh, so therefore they they prey on their people, right? Whereas the what they don't factor in is there's tons more opportunity on the internet. That's why there's less in conventional co- corporate w- w- right means because people are getting their sources from o- other places. So There's way more opportunities in the internet than there ever was, but there's less in the conventional like job job. Yeah, the six
2: o'clock news is. uh, But the average broadcaster in the United States makes fifty five thousand
0: dollars, which a
2: lot more than eight bucks. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. It is
0: more than me. Yeah, that's more than me. So I was like saying, like I think I could probably move myself up to that. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, anyways, um, I'm below average. Taxi duster. Taxi driver number four. Enlisted military personnel was number three. So they said a person that gets paid on average twenty eight thousand eight hundred and forty dollars a year to go and almost to get potentially get killed every day they go to work is the third worst job in the world. I would put that as the number one what, worst job. Yeah, joke. yeah
3: what's one, number one, yeah, man? What's number that? one then?
0: I can't believe they pay them so little, like for what they do. That's like, horrendous. Like, like they, they literally like sacrifice. And that's a Canadian. Uh, this is American, American. Uh, uh, American. That's even, that's, by, yeah,
3: that's even, even worse. even worse. It's even worse because
0: those guys—they don't even. We had one guy die in Iraq, and it was a big deal. We make we, as well as it should be. You know, well, you yeah. get a
3: paid funeral, right? Yeah, yeah, for I guess. So, so. Oh, Jesus.
0: Uh, Number two, newspaper reporter. Uh, which again, they said Outlook because there's no one, no oh, yeah. no one's buying newspapers anymore. Well, guess what? They're all but writing blogs and yeah. they're writing everything else. They're not going to work in here, yeah. right?
3: They're, yeah, it's just electronic. Yeah, and they're saying, well,
0: the deadlines and everything creates stress. Well, you got to do your job. Just yeah. be Spider-Man, yeah. Peter Parker. But well, the pay <laughs> sucks. Yeah, right. yeah Peter, a spy, You just need a superhero. Yeah, just be a superhero. It's right. no big Deal. We had El Rostero. Yeah. Yeah, El you Grande Rostero. El, El Grande Rostero kills
2: mosquitos. Do you think you could have? <laughs> andale, andale.
0: What would be your so, superpower, so Dave?
2: I don't know. I, you could help me maybe with the um, with my finishing move. That's some help I would need to quit my job. I you should call it move. the
0: waddle, the rooster, the rooster waddle, oh. <laughs> where what you do is after you devastate them, maybe with some sort of a like a, just a, a setup move, like a maybe a, a, a heavy clothesline or a headbutt. Yeah, a big, I'd call it the chicken wing. Oh, a big head right chicken there. wing, yeah, nice. And then what you do is you give them the old rooster goblet, right? <laughs> Which is essentially when they're lying there Seemingly unconscious on the wrestling mat You straddle their face (laughs) Teabag them What if you straddle
3: their face with your balls And peck their eyes out Power power
0: teabag You just do it off the top rope Power teabag (laughs) Followed by one, two, three
2: that's what you do. The Wings work. flapping. The rooster gobbling. Wings flapping. Everyone knows chickens going can't up. fly. It's like you're just We're coming like down. we coming down. Ropes. Yeah. Chickens can't fly. fly I'm only going down. down. Yeah. Yeah. Do
0: it. Chickens <laughs> can't fly, but they can land balls first on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you do. do. You got rooster. Uh. And the number one worst job in the United States of America. Drum roll, please. Oh, that was good. money. Right on the money. Lumberjack. What? Lumberjack. <laughs> really? It is dangerous. It is dangerous, and the outlook is bad because of newspaper and because of the lumber industry. So there's less need for the lumberjacks. But they said, uh, and the pay is not that good. The average pay is only twenty four thousand a year. But the uh, they said that um, if you interview the lumberjacks, um, none of them will agree with this. Yeah. That they, yeah. they would all say that that's ridiculous. That they love sure, the job. Sure. It even
3: sounds like kind of botched. Yeah, yeah. To me, it's like well, <laughs> all of, all of these
0: right. lists are just people that out of the they they they, they don't really know. Yeah. they didn't do all these jobs, and they they just it's their perception of what these jobs would be, right? Like the you know what the number one job is for best job was a dental hygienist. <laughs> oh, dental hygienist. Oh, oh. Yeah. where well, you, you drive go? Drive me nuts. Yeah. It's the most boring job, and you just got your fingers in and people's you're like Scraping plats uh. <laughs> of other <of> people's
2: <laughs> teeth. Yeah, yeah. how disgusting. much disgusting tools had.
3: to a dentist? That, that, yeah.
0: That, all, all, us five say, guys do not want to scrape people's teeth.
3: No, no never. No. I'd rather be
2: a lumberjack for sure. Oh, Me yeah. too, Lumber. hands Lumber. down.
3: Yeah,
0: murdering trees.
3: Lumberjack. Yeah. seems <laughs> kick ass. Murdering trees.
2: Murdering trees.
0: <laughs> that, well, everybody, that's the show. We're gonna do one. La- we're gonna just thank everybody for listening. I really hope it was some, you got something out of this show to help you quit your job. I want to have a huge exodus, huge mass quit of the job. I'm so. not letting
1: my wife listen <laughs> to this show. <laughs> nah. yeah. She's moving up that ladder. I'm going to keep her going. Keep her rolling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> move it up so
4: you can move down.
0: <laughs> so, guys, if you'd like to listen, thank you very much for listening again. If you'd like to give me some feedback, if there's lots of ways to do it. You can go on uh, YouTube at, Life in Dutch Hall, or no, at the Life in the Dutch Hall YouTube page. You can also go on Facebook, like me on Facebook, uh, follow me on Twitter, Dutch Hall on Twitter, or you can uh, always give me an email at lifeinthedutchhallgmail.com. Go to my website, go to iTunes. go either Subscribe
2: sp- to your YouTube channel. Yeah,
0: There's a whole bunch out. of ways you can support me and, and, and give me feedback and let me know what I'm doing right or wrong. And if you do need some help with uh, Dutch Hall Consulting, I'm more than happy to uh, take your message. Other than that, everybody, life is short. Enjoy yourself. Do what makes you happy, and we'll see you next week. Play the song, boys. Cheers, Buzz.